ears do not deceive you. You are listening to the Hired Swords. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome to... Hi. To another episode... <laughs> oh, hey, guys. How's it going? ...of Le Hired Swords. I also um, feel as though I shouldn't inter- interrupt. <laughs> oh, what a goody two shoes the little demon boys being today. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, Michael. I'm your dungeon master. And I've got with me here today Blaze. He is Sofran Imbaroke. I also have Derek. He's Davin. <laughs> Ash is Gwendolyn. And Mikey is Joxer. And I swear to you, they're oh, here. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, oh, there hi. they are. There's one of them. <laughs> What's I pushed the button right on beginning. my microphone, and Uh-oh. then it just disconnected for some reason. That was weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we started just, uh, a bit, though. Yeah. It's true. A bit. Everybody yes-anded what you've, what you, your mistake, and so there we go. But uh, yeah, when we left off last time, we played a little Dungeons & Dragons, explored a village, found some interesting stuff, including some, some spices, and we figured out kind of what was going on in this village, that it had been a place where they grow and harvest spices, and then... Uh, package them and trade them with other villages we found a map that had these five other villages kind of laid out in a circular pattern around the forest here and the group discussed what to do and and maybe finding these villages or kind of trying to figure out what's going on with those that may be their next step and then decided to kind of enjoy the evening lay low a little bit and so in doing that they made some food actually seasoned it a little bit with their new found spices and the the salt that had been packaged with those they also then went ahead and and did a little perimeter search well in that perimeter search carmen returned telling them that he had noticed a hole at least one maybe several that were burrowed where something seemed to have burrowed into the ground that was very large and possibly very dangerous and so the group has kind of made it out to that direction looking at those things those holes in the where the crops had been growing in the untouched lands, the darkness overhead, the the swirling dark fog and the darkness of the ground in front of them, the crops having once been spices growing there now looking like just charred ashen remains of plant life. And that's where we left off after kind of discussing, maybe we should go ahead and see see to these and take care of this and not get surprised in the middle of the night or whatever and carmen i remember the last one of the last things that happened carmen said i'm gonna be up here and scurried up a tree other than that you guys were kind of discussing strategy all right so if we're doing this we ought to make sure we have a plan set right sounds sounds like a solid plan if the plan to have a plan is a solid plan i find are we sure we want to do this? Well, like I said before, Gwen, it's if we don't take care of this now, there's a chance that it'll come back on us later. We want to make sure we have the advantage, right? There's no way that that thing is something we want to leave around here. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm with you on that. It, it just doesn't seem beneficial to to leave it here. I mean, we don't know how far these uh, the the tunnels go. I mean, it could go to every one of these. Uh, these areas on the map, we we could be just sitting ducks. We could try talking to it. I mean, what if its name is Thomas and he has a, 
a, a bunch of family members who live in the hole with him. I just and oh, do you remember what happened <laughs> with the last one? I, I do, but this and... this place is different. I mean, the place that here was different, but now the entire thing is covered with the same darkness. When when you say this place is different, in what in what part of any of it has been better than where we were? I. What what was that, Dale? Yeah, I I I know the right. I, I you're 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 right, jerk, sir. I just. I, I'm behind you guys. I I trust you. I'm just slightly worried. I mean, trusting us may not be the best, but we. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't agree with leaving it here, especially if I don't know. From what we can see, it ruined this village. So, Harry right, Craig's. So, what's our plan? Well, we definitely have the advantage when it comes to height differential. They're going to have to burrow out. They seem to be creatures capable of burrowing great distances, great great heights, and and. <laughs> As far as I know, faster than any of us can imagine. So, luring them out is going to be ideal. But, it would behoove us to try and at least get one solid strike in while they unexpect anything from us. Well, if somebody can get that strike, I can get you out. Well, I... I I have... You know, some ethanol mixture from from making brew. So I mean, it it's it's flammable enough. Um, I, it wouldn't take much for it to for it to go boom. Craig, you you've gone boom before. I've seen your dot. I've I've got a manner of of tools at my disposal. I I mean, yes. Yeah, so uh, you. You've you've used some fire element in the past. I I feel like it could do the trick, but we we would need a little bit of stealth and uh, maybe a way to get it closer to the creature. Well, I'm no stranger to dangerous events. If I need to go down into the the burrow and Devon can get me out, I'm not against well using the utilities I have. Uh, using your you said ethanol, was it? We could potentially expand my repertoire by uh, a little bit of an exponential burst with some of that. I, I can probably get you down there. I I read something the other day that, that might help with s- some stealth. At least some quiet steps. All right. That's not a bad idea. Uh, Joxer, let me see that little pouch that you have. I want to get him. Actually, just hold it out and turn it upside down. Oh, 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 the, uh, yeah. And and I'll pull out the, the pouch that, this is the uh, the two pouches, the matching mm-hmm. pouches. I'm going to pull um, out mine too. Then uh, I'm going to hold it upside down. I'm going to hold mine right side up. And then also I'm going to take my, just my water jug and open it up and pour a little bit in there and see if it comes out the other side. It does. It as you pour it in there, you wait half a second, and then it starts pouring out the other side, just like the bottle was the 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 water skin was pouring from that from over there with Joxer instead of the instead of you. Oh, we shouldn't have myself? kept that about my face. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I should have warned you. 
I mean, if we wanted to add the uh, a little bit of ethanol, ethanol is that the word? Yeah, uh, fire juice. Uh, yeah, fire. Add some fire exactly. juice. Yes. I mean, this is one way of doing it. Is that I'm curious. Have we have we discovered whether or not living things can can go through that bag we have? I mean, none of us are small enough to fit through it. Oh, I mean, I could be. I will say that when you first found it, you would remember that Joxer put his hand in it, in it, and it didn't go through. It, like it seemed like organic material didn't uh, go through the portal or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the uh, we don't have any being itself that has sat in there, but I have stuffed my hand in it. And then you all gave me a weird look. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not every day you go shoving hand and in, into things, but all right. So, how's this for a plan, Gwen? You make us stealthy so that way we can go down there, and then Griggs and I will sneak down there, and we'll pour, we'll hold the bag over him. Joxer, you can pour some of your uh, fire juice on him, and then we'll light him up with uh, Griggs's fireball, and then I'll get us out of there. Uh, all like right. As good as planned to me as anything else we've had. All right. Um, Is there anything we're missing? Did did I did I did last time I did I explain every like the path to get there? Can't remember. It's been I've slept since then. I mean, if you could just draw it on the dirt here, that'd be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I will do that. Part of me feels like I was supposed to roll for it or something. Well, it it's not. It, it wasn't like t- tunnels with like multiple corridors. It was just. St- a burrow that was one direction like it curved and kind of went down and stuff but it didn't break off into multiple pathways so it you're going to get there eventually if you go in the hole you know what i mean okay. yeah it's, so it's, so would i would i know like a basic like if you know i you know i was a floating eyeball but if if i wanted to walk could i get like a general idea of how long it would be because pouring you know something through a bag too early might might not work out too well yeah the how how fast could you move that eyeball? I want to say it was thirty feet around. Yeah, so if you were, you would say that the same the same speed of of sneaking, you would say it would take about the same amount of time it took you to put the to get that eye down there to where you saw, and it was, I believe it was more than five minutes, nearly ten minutes of of searching down in there before you finally got to where that thing was. It was such a deep kind of crevasse. Um, so, uh, I, I, I won't be able to know when to pour, but once you, maybe, maybe I could time it. it. I could, I could pour maybe after 10 minutes or, and you could just hold the bag above it. I'll tell you what, you just keep yours upside down and I'll drop a copper coin through it. When that happens, you know, you're ready. That's perfect. Thank you. Genius. Genius, Davin. Thank you. Davin is like real happy and shutting around now. All right. Yeah, I I think I think the the biggest thing is we we need to be careful walking on on that land itself. We don't want to wake it up beforehand. So, um, however we want to handle that, if we want to you know walk around the outskirts first, and maybe try to 
just get to it a little slower, but just just take our time. Um, otherwise, I'm uh, I, I think I'll just stand, stay back, and just prepare for it to come up top if uh, if uh, it survives whatever happens. Are we kind of near the field now? Yeah, you're you're kind of standing right up against where the field is, and uh, you um you can see the uh you can see the the hole in the distance uh, a little ways away and uh it's it's pretty easy to see you know where it is it's about 100 feet to your the one he went down and saw is about 100 feet to your uh northwest as you look o- across the field towards the northwest i'm going to eyeball a spot like uh, probably about 30 feet south of where the hole is, as where I'm planning on teleporting us to whenever we leave. So I've kind of got a mental image of where we're going to land. Uh, Gwen, right. I guess you'll just be prepared for whatever it is you can, you can do. Carmen, you good? Waiting on something to come out of the hole. I think I overheard that you have a plan. Go ahead, I'll be here. We're flushed out. That's what I count on. Whatever comes out of there, becomes, if it's larger than you are, my arrows will fly. Don't worry, we're professionals. That's what concerns me. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> Ari Quinn, Stealthus, let's go. Oh, okay. Um, and you see her pull out um, some bird leaves of a tree from back in Wild Hill. And she kind of rubs it in her hand, and then in Elvish, she just says, pass, and she casts pass without a trace. And it is a concentration spell, so I will be concentrating, but it lasts up for an hour. So everyone within 30 feet of me uh, has a plus 10 bonuses dexterity stealth checks. And you can't be tracked except by magical means. So no footsteps. Does that mean you are coming down with us? Like, do we have to be within thirty feet at all times? Yeah, I would have to probably inch my way towards you guys, or walk with you. It seems like. Oh, you have to be it's... near us the entire time. Well, within thirty feet. All right. Yeah. How um, far down are they going? We have to get inside of it. Yeah. The yeah. the hole goes down several hundred feet. Before he okay. came, before he came upon the the creature, you can go down probably a good fifty feet with us in the hole, just to make sure that's safe, and then make your way back up. Uh, okay. That sound alright, guys? Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, welcome it, the company. Being that you know, my footsteps are essentially walking through a fart pit. I got nothing. I, I would say <laughs> we, we could. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I would say we could s- sing a song on the way down, but that might defeat the purpose. <laughs> oh, we'd probably wait till after we kill it to sing. Okay. Yeah, and when you return, I mean, your stealth will help us tremendously, as I look up to Carmen. Just give us a little bit of something. <laughs> what did you say to Carmen again? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, that the, the stealth you would... You uh, think about my fart pit. I'm, wow. That, that got me. I derailed my brain it's a lot. So it made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, j- just uh, the pass without a trace would be helpful for us up here as well. Oh, yeah. 
Indeed, uh, it would make me pretty much invisible. Oh, where are you? I can't see. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to you. I'm right above you. <laughs> oh, there you are. All well, right, we've wasted off time. was already too much. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start um, quietly moving toward the hole. All right. So as you guys, you start heading towards the towards the holes. Everybody else following him. I definitely uh, am. I I'm am. Not. And then yeah, uh, Carmen is going out as far as he can go on the branches of this tree he's in uh, before he starts to hear him kind of creak. And he's like, "All right, that's far enough." And so he, he's light on his feet, but he's not going to push it, go out too far. And then uh, yeah, so as you guys move forward, I'll go ahead and make stealth checks as you move forward you're going to add 10 to them with the pass without a trace going with you and here's where the whole plan falls apart yay 17 22 oh, plus, plus 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 two <laughs> i only rolled a six but i have a plus six plus the 10 is 22 total nice mine makes it 19 and yours is 22 with the including the plus 10 Mine's Craig's? 22, yes. Oh, yeah. You think I have pluses to my stealth? <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I did not think that you did. I was just giving you the benefit of the doubt there. Oh, so, no. I'm walking around in a fart box. A fart pit. Fart pit. Jeez. All right. So you guys make it about 30 feet towards it, and you're just walking across the, walking across the field there, heading out towards where this first hole is. and. Uh, you make it to the edge of the hole. The, the ground gets increasingly more goopy as you walk, and it feels like you're almost sink. Your feet are almost sinking a little bit. Not not in a. It's not quicksandy. You don't feel like, oh no, this is going to swallow us. It's just like extra gross. The closer you get to this this hole, and uh, and so whoever's going down inside, you're welcome to do so. Gwendolyn's um, going to be keeping that thirty. 30 foot mark away from them just so she doesn't get stuck down there she's got her range finder out there like she's playing golf yeah. she's keeping that mark at 30 feet she's using dale <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know sure if i keep his working. hands this width above their heads that's gonna be <laughs> perfect so you guys start heading down in there with with gwendolyn keeping that distance of 30 feet behind and everyone make another stealth check as you start going in all right Ooh, 14. <laughs> that was 24. Close. 31. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> Did you, uh, Ash, was your 14 including the plus 10? Yep, I rolled a two. Oh, yikes. Well, goodness. So uh, let me check something. Also, I'm 30 feet away from them, plan, so just like, I'm far poof. away. <laughs> the irony right. of the person who's keeping us stealthy is the one who's going to catch us notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just poop on ourselves. So, so I don't bring. Gwen so away. you start going down <laughs> into the the hole, and it it's a little steep at first, and it's a little it's goopy, and it's hard. It's it's starting to get a little hard to keep your footing, and it stinks. It, it smells rancid in here too. The the ceiling you can see is of this thing. It, it, you can kind of make out the as you kind of get into where you're no longer seeing the sky. The the ceiling of this is almost dripping. It's got like these stalactites that are just dripping this goop just like one every 30 40 seconds a drip is falling you know and it's just increasingly gooey and gross inside this 
this little bored out hole that you've gone into in this field. Uh, so more stealth checks as you continue forward. You're you're about um you're currently about sixty feet in to this. So should I be making my way back out? That's if your call. I I'm not going to tell you what to do. Uh, Making her way out. I, I guess this one last round and then go back, I would okay. say. Ooh! 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 Oh my Ooh. gosh. 16. 16. <gasps> 18. 16 and an 18. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So, <laughs> buy you a Coke. Yeah. So you guys keep walking forward another 30 feet, 40 feet, 50 feet, and you you. Don't even hear each other walking. It's not. It's like, wow, we're so stealthy. Never have we been so stealthy. And eventually, it gets to the point where at about that 120-foot-in mark, it gets to where it's kind of hard to keep your footing, and you feel like it's getting increasingly more sticky while slick at the same time. Like the stuff sticking to you, making it hard to lift your feet, but then when you put weight on your legs, your feet want to slip out from under you. And yeah, so that's kind of the what's going on down here. And you've you've completely left any light that was coming in from the the entrance to the hole. It is pitch dark. If you don't have dark vision, it is black, complete blackout in this space. Uh, that's convenient because if you were to look at Craig's face right now, it would be why did we do this? A hundred percent, just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about the darkness. <laughs> um. Gwendolyn is going to um, now just she sees that they've made it down a ways. She's going to turn into a raven and fly up to try to like go past the little drops that are coming down. So she's going to take her time to go towards Craig's or Davin and then just kind of knock on their like little little shoulders that don't have like armor or anything. So she probably land on Davin and then just kind of peck him and then leave. You get a little peck. A little raven peck. In in pure darkness. (laughs) Yeah. That shouldn't scare you at all. Mage armor. (laughs) Was that little little peck or Gwen? In Gwendolyn's mind, she's like, Oh, no. Uh, Gwendolyn's mind, they got the message. (laughs) I (laughs) instantly sense mage armor? Mage armor. Mage armor. Yeah. (laughs) I think you guys already had it. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I don't. I, I pretty much always assume you have it now. So the ground is slippery and sticky at the same time. Is that basically what we're walking through now? Yep. Sticker. Uh, stickerly. You're uh, you're walking through Gak. Ah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, Black so Gak. I'd like to, I'd like to interrupt you know and say that spell slots is uh, you know waiting for anything to appear to cast haste. Okay. He's holding that cast haste action. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, I am I am holding a spell. He will cast haste post haste. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Devin is going to put his hand on on uh, Craig's shoulder, and then he's going to get up right next to him. And he's going to whisper at him. He's like, "I'm calling an audible." All right. We're going guiding backpack. Just trust me and point my hand in the right direction to where we need to move because I can't see anything. And then I'm going to cast telekinesis on on uh, Craig's. And then I'm going to hop on his back and see if I can float both of us. Okay. Uh, this oh, man. very much feels like fizzy lifting juice. <laughs> I can lift up to a thousand <laughs> pounds with telekinesis. What are you trying to say? 
And you can lift you can lift people. I mean, there's no nothing that says you can't lift people, right? You can try to move a huge or smaller creature, make an ability check against uh, if they're not not willing. I'm assuming well, he'd be willing. If he's willing, then I'm yeah. always willing. Okay, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you have consent, so cast the spell. Enthusiastic <laughs> consent. So I can okay. I can move him in any direction up to thirty feet at a time. Wow. So I'm going to point my hand forward and let him direct which direction I'm floating us. And I'm okay. Right. What I'm going to do is I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to interlock my fingers into <laughs> Davin's, and I'm going to move my hand left or right whenever we need to. Why does this feel like that scene in Ghost direction? all of a sudden? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Oh. So I will float us down. I've, we've got ten minutes of floating through the air. So silent as we can be. All right. You, you direct so, us. Uh, <laughs> so you guys are floating down the floating down the this crevasse as ash is flying out like like a raven as a raven kind of swooping mm-hmm. in and out away in uh, di- dodging and diving under these drips of goop that are falling not super difficult to do that there, it's it's a slow drip like i said and so ash it's not going to take you long to zoom out of there while these two are going 30 feet at a time you guys get about 150 feet in, and Kriggs, you're you can see, I assume, yes, you've got dark vision, yeah. dwarf, dwarf man. So you're you're uh, looking ahead, and you're seeing the you're seeing the the slime kind of goop kind of sliding down the walls as it kind of it's like whatever whatever grossness is on top of the ground, the the liquid of that, like it's like it's this similar to how the the sky kind of swells and bubbles like this kind of seems to almost be doing the same thing underground here and as you make your way 150 feet now hovering and floating you're now going to the uh the 170 feet mark no 80 feet mark i'm doing math in my head it's not going well and so as you (laughs) as you continue to go a couple hundred more than over a couple hundred feet um the it becomes pretty obvious to you ahead of you there's this blockage in the pathway and it's hard to see exactly what's causing this black this blockage but it is a dark black something in the middle of this huge hole that you've entered here and it seems partially covered in this goo and you think that it's the end of the line whether it's a wall or something else you you were told there's a creature down here so perhaps that's what that is all right uh with that i'm gonna squeeze davin's hand just ever so slightly let let indicate that we've gone as far as we can go i'll stop and i'll gently float (laughs) us down to the ground (laughs) um Uh, and then i guess i being the one that can see the most would like to approach this this blackness and try to investigate what it is. Okay, make a stealth check as you approach. Oh! Are you are you're still hovering? Or are you walking now? I said I was setting us down, but if you yeah, want to okay. still float. Yeah, I want to float. I'm floating. Screw walking. All right, if he signifies for us to make float. A, I'll... Make a stealth check with advantage. Because you still have things that can that are like hanging from you that can clank and dang, like dangle and clank and clang. 19. But you're, you're not walking. So good, a 19. So you pretty easily float up to this thing, and sure enough, it it is a humongous 
creature. It fills the inside of this cavernous burrow that you're inside of this this uh, this nearly forty foot diameter thing that you're in. It fills this thing, and it is it's kind of hairy, and you can see they're closed as this thing seems to be in like a hibernation phase currently, but it has close to sixteen twenty eyes. And it has two giant legs that are crossed in front of it as it's, it's uh, what like the area of it that you assume is its head is l- kind of laying down in the, in where these two arms cross, but they look, they're covered in these like barbs that, sh- that point, uh, point up and the point of their, these, these front legs are, look like spears, sharp, like spears. And both of these arms and there are three legs behind on this huge abdomen behind this creature as well. As you look at this, the most enormous, strange, dangerous looking spider creature you've ever seen. In, in this epic moment, I imagine Gwen flies out of the hole as a raven and exactly. scares the bejesus out of Carmen <laughs> and myself. I, yes, I Carmen, on... well, go ahead. Oh, natural twenty. Carmen is is he's fine. He's not going to shoot a boat, shoot an arrow because he notices what it is. He's like, oh, that that's not. We have a druid. Okay, okay. And it's like <gasps> that's. I land on Joxer's arm or his shoulder. Oh, okay. That's that's just that's just Gwen. It's Gwen. That's just Gwen. It talks. <laughs> I guess it could, right? If she's a raven, it mimics. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's right. Ah, oh, bag. It's time. All right. So, and it's then time. I'll pull out that bag. <laughs> I pull out that I'm, bag and hold it upside down. I'm going to quietly float <laughs> us back, so we're 30 feet away from it, to the best that I can tell, at least. Okay. And I'll gently make sure that we're both setting down on the ground. I will drop concentration, and I will instead uh, have. Um, mage hand out to hold the pouch do we need to roll a squish check for putting our feet back into the ground no i, I shouldn't think, have said this i don't I like think i don't check. i don't i think he's <laughs> got enough control over his telekinesis to set you down very gingerly yeah yeah don't don't question my spell abilities okay i would never um okay and then i'm going to uh kind of gently pat Craig's on the shoulder to say that i'm ready uh, I'm going to stand into position, uh, shield out, hand out, ready to cast, and letting them do their things, their precursors. I pull out a copper coin. I hold it over. Take a deep breath. I drop it in and then let Mage Hand just immediately like start floating with it. And then once I know the coin probably went through, I'll turn the bag upside down and have it float right over the creature. Okay. Coin falls out of the bag. Jocks are on your side. As your side on your end, Davin, and it's almost simultaneous on your side, Davin. The bag's floating near, floating towards the creature, and it, it only takes a matter of seconds, and it's it's over there. It, it's hard to get the bag over over the top of the creature because the creature fills this. I mean, this this burrow seems to have been made by this creature because it is the circumference of this creature. Like that's the size of the burrow. So, uh, yeah, it's it's hard to get. But you can definitely get like right over the head area and those two big pincers and arms that were in the front of it. 
And uh, kind of then you kind of hit the point where there's no room even for that little bag between the ceiling of this and the creature itself. Okay, so I, I immediately grab, like, try to catch the coin and put it in my pocket, and then like, I'll. Uh, I want that I'll, back, by the way. <laughs> I'll I'll dig out. Did you just whisper that into the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'll dig out like a, a town troubles. Yeah, uh, yeah, not not through it. Um, like a, a cup sized hole and then like bore out a small cup. So I'll stick it in. So it's got like a big tube in it. So that was okay. something that I've been kind of doing in between. So I have like a good funnel. Um, and then, uh, and then I'll try to, you know, hoist it and then start just trying to pour it down the back. <laughs> okay. So you start, you tilt and you start pouring into this bag awkwardly holding the bag while you hold the the canister of stuff to try to make it work and this and, is the uh, most like, D plan ever by the way it's like yeah and it's it's like trying to get spaghetti sauce in a jar after you cook spaghetti and you just want to put it back in the fridge and you're like <laughs> oh, i should have put it in a bowl this is impossible so something's <laughs> kind of spilling out around it but it's but you're doing it like you're getting it you're getting a bunch in there and then sure enough right at, right just a couple seconds after the bag gets over top of this creature the it starts splashing on top of this creature's head and the instant well the instant that liquid hits the head of this creature all 20 or so eyes open up and you hear as the thing starts to rise up and realize something's going on i i start pulling the bag back I think Craigs are up. Okay. Now? Now? Now or never. Uh, I, I cast Fireball at this creature and strike oh, true, no. I hope. All right. That's a, that is an area of effect. Am I right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And the, the creature has to make a uh, dexterity saving dex save. throw. So sixteen plus four, so a thirty twenty. Um, yeah, it saves, takes half damage. Okay. However, uh, it's there's enough of this liquid having been poured on it that I'm gonna give it disadvantage on escaping mm. the fire because it's got this liquid covering it. So I'm gonna roll again and see how nice. that goes. Oh wow, that was a three plus four, so that's only a seven. So full damage. Roll the damage on the fireball. All right. And then we're going to go into initiative, which we have rolled already. Uh, I rolled 32 damage on my fireball. Ooh, 32 is, damage. Is the liquid only giving it disadvantage or is it increasing the intensity of the fireball at all? It's increasing the intensity of the fireball, which is what's giving it dis- disadvantage. <laughs> How's that for an answer? <laughs> you said 31 damage? 32. 32. See, I was trying to cheat. You notice? All right, sure did. and sure did. <laughs> and so this creature has now has now awakened, and you see it's starting to rise up on its feet a little bit, and it's kind of it's kind of stuck a little bit into its uh, in its in its in the tunnel. It can't. Uh, it can. You get the sense it could probably move here, but this is maybe the end of the line on the tunnel it's made. But it sure starts to move forward as it is top of the initiative with a twenty four. We didn't plan so, that part. <laughs> oh no 
Well, there wasn't no sneak attack. I guess it wasn't. It no, was you aware. did the damage. You did the damage. Like as that was your surprise round, you did the damage to it. So, um, and uh, so it's going to come out right to, out. To cheese this. Yeah, it's cool, and it's going to pick up its uh, two these two legs that the points of them look razor sharp, and they have this jagged these jagged spines going upwards to where it looks like this is its main source of attack. And it's going to throw both of these, one at Kriggs and one at Davin as you two stand there next to each other. So the first attack with the first one is only a 10 against Kriggs. The second one, the second one against Davin is a 15 plus seven. Jim. So that's going to be a 22 to hit. Mm -hmm. I doubt Um, that hits. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just gonna throw this out there, and you can you can throw it back at me. But would the cave have fallen at all to kind of you know prevent it from being able to see anything? Like would also it sure seems like the fire would give a disadvantage on attacks. <laughs> no, yeah, I, just, I, just, um, I don't DM, know. DM, are you, you doing know, your job? <laughs> and just you know, I'm just throwing. <laughs> also, I'm just gonna give myself a plus three to AC. Yeah, really. It was <laughs> so the. I don't. So I just don't the, know rolls. The, the, the integrity of these holes. I mean, we didn't really check that. This sounds like, like when I play with my niece and nephew online, and they're like, <laughs> "I have a pet gold dragon." I'm like, um, <laughs> "Wow." Okay, so um, sixty-six <laughs> piercing damage as this thing, this what's called the impaling leg, shoots through and catches you in your midsection, right above your left hip, doing. 23 damage to you as it strikes down through that side of your um, your body. 23, you say? And yes, and yep, 66 piercing damage. And um, then it's, its other attack missed, so it turns itself and, and its legs start like um skittering across the top of this goo almost like this creature can like dance on top of the goo instead of its its legs going down into it like yours do and it's it sh- skating. up to the top and it starts to scurry out of the hole above you its backside nearly crashing into you but thankfully mm. this hole starts to expand a little bit and you guys can kind of get yourselves down out of the way as this when- the flames on top of this thing like singe your hairs as it goes above you trying to get away trying to get out of the hole sensing that it is in a a disadvantageous location funny because i was thinking the same thing um when it attacked davin what distance was it at what distance was it at when it attacked davin it was about 10 feet away from davin how close was it to me it was right next to you uh when it made it its attack at davin I'm going well, to... Well, it's 10 feet from you, just uh, like it is from him. Fine, never mind then. I won't do cool stuff. Because it's, it's, uh, its legs have a 10-foot range, because they're so... There's long, giant spider legs. So fine, I was going to slap its little peats, but I can't now. Sorry. But it, so it runs uh, up the hole, and, I, and it actually... It, so we're using a map here that is not efficient to cover the inside the hole distance. So it's past you guys... But it is no long, nowhere near outside the hole yet. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I I would also like to note for our viewers that the um, the, uh, the 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 
enemy is about a quarter of the size of the map. So yeah, it's a very large spooter for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is f- five squares on the map uh, in width. We we made good decisions. Is all I'm saying. That's right. So this thing uh, is now <laughs> scurrying as its back is burning across the ceiling of this thing in a quick like attack and retreat kind of scenario. And it's it's leg s- skimming off of Kriggs's shield and then burying the other one inside Davin's hip. As Joxer, we come to your turn. Currently, you have a raven on your shoulder. And you're looking at this hole. You you didn't even see like a flash of light as the bends and, and twists in this hole don't really allow the light to come out. So you're you're still not entirely sure what has happened. But we do see a giant booter. You do spoiler. not. It has no? not made it out of the hole yet. No. Only Davin and Kriggs know exactly what you're fighting. Did we at least hear a sound? We would have heard a you sound. You heard... Right? <laughs> You definitely heard that sound billowing from the hole for sure. Binya, binya. Binya, binya. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Gotta look uh, at island. Yeah, uh, kind of kind of at the point where mm, I'll probably still hold tight at my distance here. Still, I'm I'm prepping a spell. The moment I see I see a giant giant thing or a thing that is not our uh, our allies and um at this point, I feel like it. Uh, I'll kind of give that little command to uh, my my little friend to, you know, hey, it's, it's about time spell slots to uh, to give me some uh, some haste hasters hasterinos. Okay. <laughs> All right, and then uh... <clears throat> <laughs> you probably hear Gwen just go, ah, just mimicking the noise. <laughs> uh, Carmen is next, and he tucks himself he hears that too and he you hear him kind of gasp a little bit <gasps> and he t- ducks tucks himself back behind a couple branches going nearly invisible up in the tree uh next to spell slots you already had spell slots do his thing yes uh yeah so he would do that um and i am pre- just readying a spell for someone to pop out great so then go ahead somebody gonna say something I'm going to stay in Raven form so that way I could be somewhat of a surprise for the spider if it comes out. Okay. Alrighty. Just then, you hear a uh, another <laughs> sound, and it's coming from directly south of you from another one of those burrows. <laughs> As Oh, no. You hear something that direction as well. It's directly south of you. Carmen looks to his left. And then, Gwyn, that takes us to you. Oh, no. Gwyn's probably sitting there as a raven, just kind of like tilting her head, not really understanding. Um, But as Burb, she is going to fly real far. Um... She just abandons us. <laughs> Screw you. Yeah, she jumps up. Gwendolyn, Russian raven now. Goodbye. Russians to find. She just kind of tilts her head and she's going to probably go over to that sound that was made in the south um, and just kind of investigate from a safe distance. And I can go about 50 feet in this movement. 
Sounds good. Sounds good. So Gwyn, Gwyn's raven form flies down south in the uh, towards the uh, hole that seems to have been burrowed down in there where this new screeching sound has come from. And that takes us to Davin. The creature has run past you. It's still visible to you. You can kind of see it's above. It's on the ceiling above you. You can see it's ba- the backside of it. Davin reaches. I'm gonna reaches. look up at Davin. I'm gonna say I don't like it in here anymore. We're leaving. We're leaving right now. Uh, I'll hold up my right hand and and bring the bag back and grab the bag with the bonus action. Okay. I say at least he doesn't like fire, and I'll grab Kriggs around the arm and I'll dimension door. So my cape you can't really see much in this night, but you do see a little bit of like a red glow come from it before it wraps you up and then we both go teleporting through some fiery land that you've never seen before but just gone in an instant and next thing you know we are south uh on the map just south of where the hole was about 30 feet and so joxer you carmen and gwyn if she she probably notices this (laughs) swirling and then this appearance of davin and Kriggs as they land they they're they make landfall right there boom on the on the field, landing that superhero three-point stance as the sulfuric black fog that was transferring them from their location to where they are now dissipates, uh, and you're still hearing the sounds of these screeching, these screeching spooters from these these holes as they ready themselves as well. You're going to do anything else, Davin? Is that your whole turn? That's it. Okay, uh, I'll probably move. I'll, I'll move like 15 feet away from Craig, just so I'm not standing immediately next to him. Okay, the the screech begins again, just rises up again. <laughs> Sounds like it's all around you. It's so loud and billowing. It seems like these things might be getting closer. And Kriggs, what are you going to do? Currently, you do not see any of these spiders. Um, I am... Obviously, I'm going to yell out, it's, it's big! It's on its way! Uh, this was a bad idea. And I'm going to... Kind of as uh, Davin was heading out, I'm going to cast Aura of Vitality on myself. Uh, Healing energy radiates around me in an aura from the 30-foot radius until the spell ends, and I can use bonus actions to cause one creature, including myself, to regain 2d6 hit points, and it lasts up to a minute. So uh, I'm going to give Davin the ability to regain 2d6 hit points. All right, with my you, bonus roll those, action. you roll those 2d6 for him, and he will, he will regain those hit points. Give it to me. Uh, he gets eight hit points. Nice. Hey, man, I'll take it. Nice, nice, nice. All right. That'll be my turn uh, as I just kind of prepare myself, get my hammer out, and rebolster my shield, and kind of look around. And, and I'm assuming I hear the second sound now. Um, yes, you're hearing the screeching now, sounding like it's kind of coming from everywhere almost, and it's it's ridiculously loud and uh, kind of frightening, to be honest. But you I, don't see them, you just hear the echoing from these holes in the ground. I look at the hole we came from, look back and listen at the sound that's approaching, and I just look back at Davin and I say, well, balls. <laughs> And I, I wait. All right. That takes us back up to the top of the round to Joxer. I thought the spooter went ahead of my turn. It did. It's still not out of the hole. 
Oh man. Um. Mm, mm, man, that sucks. Oh goodness. So I really don't like the spots here. We have boo 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 boo. I get like. Do I want to walk out and see if I can? prep because it's gonna run out and attack something real fast um mm, 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 i guess i'm going to cast i don't know it was supposed to appear i'm no. sorry it's a long it's it's <laughs> speed know. won't get it out of there in, in those two rounds or a round and a half really of speed oh it's too it's too much it's too much for me i'm, I'm gonna have a heart attack before it appears um i'm gonna i guess i'm just gonna sit here and do a ritual spell while i wait no i'm gonna i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm gonna still hold hold the spell i'm holding a spell for whenever it appears like that's that's what i'm waiting but i'm gonna as a bonus um i'm gonna i'm gonna make a um spell slots kind of you know hide in in uh in a somewhere and uh yell <laughs> okay. out there's there's multiples multiple things out there you sh- shouldn't stay out in the center it's a bad idea bad idea bad idea <laughs> <laughs> all right that takes us uh to carmen he's gonna he's just gonna stay hidden and he's got a an arrow knocked he's ready to go and then uh spell slots is not doing anything staying hidden mm-hmm. his initiative's next and then the spider from the south the sound you heard the the sound of it gets louder as it emerges from this hole right under you Gwendolyn as you're the little raven it doesn't seem to pay you any mind at this point as it uses the remainder of its movement to rush towards the first thing it sees, which is Davin standing over here in the middle of this field. And but it even but with a dash to get out of the to get out of the hole and then move a little more. That's all it can do on this turn currently. But Gwen, it's your turn now. And it's only one in front of me or a couple? You just see one giant spider. This thing is massive. It's the size of a, a school bus. Um or I am, bigger. <laughs> since I'm kind of above it and it pays no mind, I'm going to swing out to behind it and lower myself to the ground and then come back as Gwen okay. if I could do that. And then I'm going to produce flame as a cantrip. All right. Um, um, as I do so, I just rub my hands together and just put them outward. And let the flames come out. All right. So uh, you you shoot flame at this thing as it is standing, what, 10 feet ahead, away from you? Is that about how close you landed to it? Yeah. And the flames shoot out, and when you do so, make a attack. Okay. I'm going to see... It's a ranged spell attack. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'll wait till I roll. Oh, yeah. Hits. It's froze. Um, so I rolled a 27 and it hits. Nice. And I did 10 damage to it. Mm-hmm. And I hope some of the ground might have caught fire as I hit it. Okay. If not, that's okay. I just 
it looks like this ground, you, you remember as, as you cast the flame and you hit mm-hmm. this creature and the flames burn off a lot of its hair and it <laughs> shrieks at you as it, as it he gets hit with the flame. It looks back towards you and you remember, I, we couldn't light anything on fire in this place. We couldn't even start a campfire as the, yeah. the, it basically extinguished by the ground when the flames hit the ground. Now I want to back up since I'm about 10 feet away. Um, okay. And so as you back up, I'm going to cover, as I do so, I'm going to, instead of running away, I'm just going to roll away. And my whole process of thinking of doing so is so that I get covered in this dirt mess. Okay. And so I basically GI Joe myself and make my own camo. I don't know if it's going to (laughs) work, but we're going to see. Okay. All right, roll a D100. A D100? Oh. How's a 44? You are 44, 44% covered in this nastiness. Ah, sick. <laughs> and as you roll, it's sick. Covering you, you kind of got the predator <laughs> thing going, like you're hiding in the mud, you know? Yes. And yeah, super. My hair Davin. is now brown. Um, far away am I from this thing? You are currently. Which one? Which thing? The, oh, the, I guess only, the only thing one I can, you see. can see. That's right. You're 45 feet. 45 feet is perfect. I am going <laughs> okay. to... Um, Davin's eyes uh, start to glow white, and so does one of the necklaces around his chest. And as he reaches, his hand just hovers it over his chest. Like, the light just kind of wraps around his hand, and he pulls it into, like, a ball, and he holds out, like, a bright uh, light in his hand. And I'm going to cast Sunbeam. Um, and then I'm going to shoot that forward. It's a beam of brilliant light flashes out of your hand in a five foot wide, 60 foot long line. And each creature in that line must make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. It is. Uh, it's not going to be super. 10. Eight plus two. Uh, it takes 34 points of radiant damage. And it is blinded until the end of my next turn. So you notice as this sunbeam hits it, this thing jerks like it has been uh, it has been harmed in a way it never has before. As it jerks up and you see it just bore a hole through the back of this, the Ooh. torso of this creature. And it just burns straight through like fire on paper. And it does, it seems to do twice the amount of damage you expected it to as it singes this creature to no end. Nice. I should also say that the uh, light in my hand doesn't go away. I'm still holding on to it. It it spreads 30 foot uh, radius bright light and then another 30 feet dim light beyond that. Awesome. And as I hold it, I'm going to kind of look and I'm going to measure in my mind and I'm going to split the difference between where the hole is that we went down and where he is now. And I'm going to position myself like right in between there. Okay. All right. Which I'll let you move me. Cause I don't know where the hole is that we came through. So the hole you came through. So you're going to end up right over here as if the hole was like over here. You, uh, uh, I want to be in between the hole and this creature. Having a hard time finding the inappropriate joke. That's what she said. Was that worth it? Was that worth the editing later? I don't know. If it yes. Really was. I, don't, I don't know if it was. But okay. I mean, it's your, it's your, it's your editing. So it's your uh, life. It's yeah. It's, you live your life. Is that about what you're thinking? If the hole was over here, yeah, where that red circle is now. Sure. <laughs> now like, right. every time he says hole, 
Right there. Sorry. Sorry. I'm perfect. Okay, perfect. All right. So you just scoot over about 15 feet between you. You got the 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 uh, the burrow that you came out of. I was trying not to say the word hole again. You come from the burrow that you had uh, that you had gone down into. That it's behind you, and you're looking at that monster, that creature you had just uh, damaged severely with your sunbeam. And and you you said you can that thing stays up right, and you continue to yeah, it's a concentration spell, so I have it for a minute. All right, then. And I'm going to wave it in the air like the flare in uh, in Jurassic Park. <laughs> come on, buddy, come <laughs> over here. <laughs> All right. And that takes us now to... All right. Just then the whole... The 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 other... The, la- the third bore, bored uh, out hole that you had in the ground now fills with the shape of a spider as well as the third one emerges down below you. Third one? This, now Gwendolyn having one in front and behind her as this thing its its hands emerge from the from the hole and reach get the side and pull itself out. And it raises its two its two uh front legs and mimics begins to dash towards Gwendolyn, making its two impaling arm attacks against Gwendolyn. No. So it's not one, and it's not the same creatures from early in the campaign. We've learned much <laughs> tonight. Yeah, 25 <laughs> to hit the first oh, time. Oh, two 18s in a row. So two 25s to hit. It doesn't hit. What are you? It Ursula. does. It does hit. So the first one, the 66 damage is <laughs> 24 damage from the first hit. But she gets extra armor because of the mud around her, right? Yeah, I have 44% mutter. No, I'm not sure why she did that. And then the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask questions with Gwen, you know? I just do I just, your thing. She just wanted uh, a roly-poly on the ground, that's all. 14. And then 21 on the second hit. So these two, both simultaneously, these two spear-like legs just pierce your one, just under your, your left shoulder above um, above your rib cage just pierces through. The other one comes down and catches you right in the thigh and goes through your leg, uh, barely missing your carotid artery as you are impaled by these two impaling legs. And then it rips back out and just, just that's when the pain really sets in as the barbs that are on the leg are facing the opposite direction as it pulls out and just rips itself out of your leg and out of your chest. And you have been You've been hit really hard by this creature as it raises up its two legs to come in again for another attack. And that is where we're going to leave this episode. Ooh, why, trouble. Uh, why? Should have stayed a so, bird. The, why, why don't we have a fourth mm. spider? I'm really upset right now. I like even numbers. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Shut it. My not going to be fun enough. <laughs> like, what? All, all of them need to in, be in front of the sunbeam, oh though. Oh, my gosh. Uh, right? Yeah, if we could line up four, that would be perfectly fine. <laughs> fine, right in a row. Don't tell me what to do. Thank you for joining us with this episode of The Hired Swords. I know it's been a hard minute, but uh, I really appreciate you tuning in and check it up on us uh, feel free to follow us on the socials and everything else if you'd like we're not super active there but we still like it anyway